Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is good to be with you. Let us bow our heads in prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable to you, our Lord, our Rock and Redeemer. Amen. Love is all around us. Isn't it lovely? Love is all around us. I am reminded of a chorus from my Sunday school days. Wide, wide as the ocean, high as the heaven above, deep, deep as the deeper sea is my Saviour's love. I, though so unworthy, still I am a child of his care. For his word teaches me and that his love reaches me everywhere. I'm sure some of you know that too. Today is a very special day. I'm sure some of you would have had lots of surprises, particularly those who are in love. Who doesn't want to be in love? It must be a nice feeling, isn't it? It is Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day to everybody. It is, if it is not for this lockdown, I'm sure all the restaurants would have been overflowing with bookings and all the shops will be overflowing with Valentine's card and also uh, gifts, lots of things happening. There would be lots of, the florists would be overflowing with lots of bouquets of flowers and everything like that. It'll be nice, won't it? Today is also a very special day in our Christian calendar. It is known as the Transfiguration Sunday. Where God reveals his love in the transfiguration of Jesus Christ. The word transfiguration is not used very often. The word transfiguration means to be changed into something great and beautiful. Like the butterfly which gets transformed from a caterpillar. God's love can transform anyone who is willing to be transformed. To be great and beautiful in God's eyes. God created us to love one another. There is love all around us, not only on Valentine's Day or the Transfiguration Sunday, but it is there for us all, all the time. And it is a challenge for each and every one of us and everyone and anyone to experience it. Jesus took three of his closest disciples, closest friends, with whom he has been in close contact with most of the time. They were with him even when he rose Jairus' daughter from death, where they saw the love and the power of God. Jesus took Peter James and John and went up a high mountain to be alone. Prior to this, Jesus asked his disciples, who do they think he is? 
Peter answered, You are the Christ, Son of the living God. Jesus tells Peter he is blessed because this has been revealed to him by his Father. Revealed to him by his Father in heaven. Jesus tells Peter that he is the rock upon which he will build his church. Jesus also informs his disciples that he must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and be killed and on the third day be raised. Peter with a lack of understanding and deep love for Jesus says, This shall never happen to you, Lord. Peter was determined to protect Christ. Jesus corrects Peter and tells him that this of mind of his is set on matters of man and not on the matters of God. So it is about six days after these events that Jesus, Peter, James and John went up the mountain. Peter, James and John must have thought that it is a marvellous experience to go away with the Lord. Wouldn't you be? There Jesus was transfigured before in front of them. The face shone like the sun and his clothes became dazzling white as a bright light. He was changed from the appearance of an ordinary person to an image who was incredibly glowing with glory. What a sight it must have been. Furthermore, they saw Jesus talking with Moses and Elijah. Peter got so frightened didn't know what to say. He offered to put up three tents, one for Jesus, one for Moses and one for Elijah. Then the cloud appeared and covered them and a voice came from the cloud. This is my son whom I love. Listen to him. They heard this same voice at Jesus' baptism, where it said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. But this time, on the mountain top, there was a specific instruction to Peter, James and John saying, Listen to him. They heard the voice of God. All three of them, they looked around and they did not see anyone other than Jesus alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus asked them not to tell anyone what they had seen until he has risen from the dead. Disciples would have known from their learnings, the scriptures in their youth 
and also the readings in the synagogues that this was Moses who was the lawgiver, who received the Ten Commandments, the tablet of the law from God, that he stood before God on behalf of the people of Israel pleading for mercy when they were impatient and going their own way. He wanted desperately for them to obey God and enter into the promised land. And Elijah similarly desperately tried to bring the people back from sin and worshipping idols, back to the one true God. He was the famous prophet who put his life on the line trying to force the royalty and those in authority to acknowledge their sin and their false gods, trying to get them to repent and turn back to the one true God. Elijah was the representative of all the prophets who looked forward to the coming of the Messiah. But why were they there talking to Jesus? The presence of Moses and Elijah indicated that Jesus is the fulfillment of the law and teachings. For Jesus himself said in Matthew uh, chapter 5 verse 17, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. I have come, come to accomplish their purpose, not to abolish it, but come to accomplish their purpose. This is the story of the transfiguration. Disciples have a beautiful, dazzling picture of Jesus in their minds. The bright light which showed the beauty of Christ and the voice the same voice that they heard at the baptism of Jesus. They heard with a special instruction. Listen to him. God revealing his love and the presence of his love through Jesus. So Peter, James and John have this special beautiful and dazzling picture of Jesus. But they did not know how immense the love of God in Jesus was for them. At this point, they didn't have a complete picture of this event on the mountain and will not until they witness the cross and the resurrection. But we are lucky that we know the story. God so loved the world that he sent his only son to suffer and die on the cross for us. So that we know the compassionate Lord and the completeness of God's love for us. And on Easter we know that love will never end. His love will continue.
So today, we can sit for a moment in quietness. Imagine the beauty of this dazzling Savior in front of us, transforming us as He looks at us with compassion and love. Knowing that we here and all the world around us is the object of his love. We are the reason for his transfiguration. He is looking at us and shining his love on us all. Let us embrace the warmth, the brightness and the love of Jesus around us and walk into the world to love one another. May the power of the love that is God continue to transform us all so that love can continue to be in the world. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, as we gaze on your kingly brightness, may our face display your likeness. May they be ever changing from glory to glory. Mirrored here, may our lives tell your story. Shine on us, Lord Jesus. Shine on us. Amen.